I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are going over our final levels of health episode. This one is for type nines, but first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that both Obi and Ginny are coming into the office. We got a conference room, and it's our first time meeting in person since before the pandemic. So that's exciting. My thorn is a little TMI, and it's that I started my birth control at a weird time, and I don't really know what that's going to mean for my cycle. So I just kind of feel like I'm in like this weird waiting game and not a big fan. And my bud is that I have booked a trip to Chicago to go see my dear best friends from college and just spend a week with them and enjoy their beautiful company in their new place. Okay, so now I do have a bit of a preface to share with you before we do these levels of health episodes. So if you've been here a while, you know this is coming. But if you haven't already listened to the type nine breakdown episode and you're new to the Enneagram, you're going to want to check that out before this one because it's going to give you the context that you need for this conversation. The same thing also goes for the introduction to levels of health episode that went live on Monday, May 24th. It's going to lay a foundation for the episode we're having today so that you are fully equipped to kind of dive in at this level. Now, in each of these levels of health episodes, we are discussing the varying levels of health for each Enneagram type from the lowest level all the way to the highest. And we end the episode with a call to action because the Enneagram is a map and it works best paired with a method. So I'm just giving you a little bit of an introduction through the levels. And then I want to give you one little action you can take to start some integration for yourself. And finally, this is all based on the work by Riso and Hudson. So if you want to go deeper and get your information straight from the source, which I highly recommend, you may want to check out their book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram. Okay, let's get into the type nine levels of health. So the interesting thing about levels of health is that because the Enneagram is what we thought we had to be our entire lives, what looks healthy for us actually could look like the opposite of what we thought it to be. So as you hear your type's level from unhealthy to healthy, you may think that it feels like the opposite of growth. But when we think of health from the Enneagram perspective, it's really about releasing the need to earn your place, owning that you are worthy as you are, and embracing all nine perspectives. And according to Riso and Hudson, it's about how close you can get to being in the present moment. So for type nines who've spent a large portion of their lives focused on being as unobtrusive as possible and easy to get along with, they may learn that speaking up and allowing themselves to be seen for the unfiltered version of who they are can be a huge step toward health. Okay, so let's first dialogue around the lower levels of health, starting with level nine, which is pathological destructiveness. This is like full on dark levels, like really deep. (laughs) And then we'll move through level seven, which is the level of violation. So at level nine, type nines withdraw so deeply into themselves that they are unresponsive. So at this point, they may find themselves kind of fragmenting into multiple personalities, And at the lowest level of health, type 9 may correspond to like schizoid and dependent personality disorders. 
Now, at level eight, nines fear acknowledging reality. So they attempt to deny being impacted by life so intensely that they may disassociate or live in a perpetual state of denial. They may appear numb or helpless and even could experience amnesia in some cases. Now, at level seven, nines may feel incapable of facing their problems, completely separating themselves from their conflicts. They may defend the idea that everything is okay and even resist all efforts to confront their issues. At this point, they are often depressed, lifeless, and neglectful. Now, when we get into the average levels, this is where most of us start when we find the Enneagram, somewhere between levels four through six, level six being the level of overcompensation and four being the level of imbalance and social role. So at level six, nines fear the needs of others. So for them to respond and address issues, so they downplay the importance of problems and deflect responsibility. They minimize problems in order to appease others and to have peace at any price. They operate as though this is what we're dealing with. There's nothing we can do to change it. We might as well just accept it. At level five, nine sphere change that could disrupt their peace of mind. They attempt to avoid disruption through comforting routines and the ability to tune out their problems. They sweep their problems under the rug and expressed indifference to issues they may need to face. At level four, our nine sphere conflict and spend their energy avoiding it by going along with other people. They kind of go along to get along, saying yes to things they don't really want and telling themselves that issues aren't worth the trouble to bring up. So now we get into the higher levels of health for our type nines. This is where we get to as we continue our work, inch closer to presence, and it's an invitation to what's available to us. And that's levels three through one. So level three being the level of social value and one being the level of liberation. At level three, nines are optimistic, reassuring, supportive. They have a healing and calming influence. They're harmonized groups. They bring people together. And at this level, they actively create and maintain peace in their life. They become great mediators and a comforting presence for others. They tend to inspire people with their healing, positive way of operating in life. Now, at level two, nines are deeply receptive, accepting, emotionally stable, and serene. At this level, they're deeply trusting of self and others and are at ease with themselves and their life. They're patient, unpretentious, good-natured, and just genuinely nice people. And finally, at level one, nines release the idea that their presence and their participation doesn't matter. They truly connect with themselves and with others, allowing themselves to be impacted by the world around them. And through this, they actually achieve their core desire for inner peace, becoming truly serene and present. At this level, they are connected and at peace with themselves, which allows them to form more profound relationships. They are intensely alive and fully connected to themselves and to others. So now for our call to action for type nine, I want to invite you to take a weekly self date. And I, I don't know why sometimes guys will like dismiss the, this phrase and think it's, oh, this is for women. No, this is for you too. This is for everyone. Take some time with yourself every single week outside of your house, outside of your normal comfort zone, outside of your normal routine, and take yourself on an experience that would be both enjoyable, but also maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone, out of your normal habits. 
just because this is going to invite you into prioritizing yourself, allowing yourself to know what you actually want and need, and like being able to make these decisions around what do I want, what do I need, what do I enjoy without it impacting anyone else. So then you're able to get more clarity around the depth of who you are, the depths of what you want. And it's an invitation into kind of releasing the part of you that's not affected by life. So I also have two food for thought. Our first one is from Eve Insler. I finally know the difference between pleasing and loving, obeying and respecting. It's taken me so many years to be okay with being different and with being this alive, this intense. Also from June Jordan, we have, I wanted to live my life so that people would know unmistakably that I am alive so that when I finally die, people know the difference for sure between my living and my death. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. If you enjoyed today's episode and have just a moment and you want to give back, you can do so by going into iTunes, searching for Enneagram and Coffee, and leaving us a rating and review. Um, Five stars especially mean the world because they help us to get this podcast to new ears, and that helps me to pay my rent. (laughs) So it means the world to me. Thank you all so much for being here and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.